0: Did you smoke when you trained? My life, even with know, fights, I everything. Saw, only one or two fights I smoked when I was uh, fighting. Did it help or did it? it? helped. I beat the fucking shit. Man, up. I swear, I, <laughs> the <laughs> sleep, <laughs> the,
1: the sleep you get from weed and like just the recovery you get, I feel like it's. it's, it's, it's Dude, dangerous. Mike's talked about it before. I mean, he broke this dude's fucking spine, right? He broke a vertebrae. Fuck them up. All right, everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing. I'm Evan Britton.
0: I'm Mike Tyson.
1: Hell yeah, we got a great guest today, brother. Great couple of guests. The Pettis Brothers, (laughs) Anthony and Sergio. Yeah, that's that all, brother. Brother UFC fighters.
0: Yeah, it's pretty awesome.
1: You saw him start first. Why well, I started? I started
2: first. Yeah. We started with Taekwondo. Yeah, you Saw him start. What do you say?
0: Do you think I want to do this? Or you saw him get fucked up? <laughs> up?
2: You no, know, he was my basketball coach before yeah. he started doing yeah. this. So uh, he was a uh, stop basketball coaching me and had his first fight. I was addicted after I saw it. Yeah. Amazing. Fuck. He snapped too. He got knocked out. What? Twenty four seconds. Twenty four seconds. First uh, fight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shit.
1: Been some some good fights. Uh huh. Damn, dude. So you guys, did you grow up fighting each other? Kinda. Yeah. I mean, well, we, we train with each other, so I mean, we, we spar every day. We spar like twice
2: a week, so it's like, uh, awesome. it's more like bowling, you know, he was <laughs> <laughs> topping me up.
1: One of our buddies is Cody Garbrandt. Yeah, Cody. And his brother, Zach. I don't know if you've ever met Zach. No, I haven't.
0: Zach's a trip. Zach's a trip, he's brother, man. Yeah. But he's a fucking
1: trip. <laughs> He's a heart of gold, but they grew up literally beating the shit out of each other, dude. Damn. And I'm like, fuck, dude. It's just a hard brotherly relationship, you know. My brother and I, we got into a lot of fights, my but it was always beat, cool. My
0: brother beat the living shit out <laughs> of me. really. Tried to kill me. Uh, Damn, what? Uh, but you guys, just in real life. Real life. Oh, I would shit. steal from him too. Like, I go into like, like say I'm in the plane with him on the roof, and I'm coming down to fight, and I go into my house, and he's in the bath, if he's in the shower or something, and I see his fucking money on the desk and stuff, a couple hundred dollars, I'll take his money. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, we weren't. <laughs> oh
2: no, you guys took so we, care of we, each yeah, other. We were yeah, close, yeah. man. Well, my dad died when I was 16. He was killed in a house robbery uh, across oh. the street from my house, man. So like, at a young age, I was 16. You were nine years old, ten years old. Yep, ten ten ten, years old yep. So um, you know, it was like for, at that point in my life, I had to figure out like how how I, for me it was like I was lost. You know, I'm like 16 in high school. I'm like, man, I don't know what, what I'm gonna do with my life. But then I knew. I had a little, you know, something looking up to me, kind of. Um, and I, I i wouldn't say I filled my dad's shoes, but I kind of made sure he was good, you know. I just, whatever I did, I included him in on. You know? So it changed our dynamic of our relationship immediately. They sure. brought us close, re- you know, really close.
0: I was the youngest in my family, and I just didn't like my family structure and stuff. So I went to look. I looked up to the people in the streets and stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. No one never questioned them. They didn't, have to be, they didn't have to give answers to nobody and stuff. I said, wow, that's cool.
1: Yeah. 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 You wanted so you that. Want that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He accomplished yeah, that. <laughs> he accomplished <laughs> that for sure. Makes sense. How old are you guys? I'm 32.
0: 25. Nice. Oh, yeah. Man. Bro, you're babies, man. <laughs> I don't feel like that. <laughs> I've been fighting, fighting for a, a long day. time. That's a part of your mind fucking with you, right? When I was 32, I thought I was old as a motherfucker, right? <laughs> I fucking thought I was old until I get then you get 50 and you said 32 it's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> I said, trust me your guys are a beautiful young, yeah, a for, young. Sure, for sure
2: I take advantage
0: yeah <laughs> when you get at certain age probably in your 40s you gotta you know Every fuck counts. You got to be careful each, which fuck might be your last fuck So each fuck count. <laughs> <laughs> you can't spread it out to Damn. You got to choose your I don't know if I want to get old now. No, when you're <laughs> older, you got to choose. You can't say, I'm going to hit that for the foot. until I no, I got to hold it. For the fun. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> you got to plan them out. Yeah, 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 Seriously, before Damn. you hit me, I hit that today, I hit that today, later. No, I'm going to hit that one or that one. And it's going to be awesome for the night. <laughs> I do not even go fuck. do 10 no more. You only could do two. <laughs> oh, wait, you're laughing now. What's that <laughs> fuck. Like, fuck, he told me that shit. No,
1: t- mean, only, only good for two. I just try to soak up the wisdom of Mike, man. Yeah, you man. You know? Because sure. I feel that way, too. I'm 31, and I'm like, fuck, dude. I've lived a 1,000 years. You ain't seen nothing <laughs> yet, buddy. Yeah, you. Right? Nah. you got a lot
0: coming. It's as far hell. as learning <laughs> from experience I'm I'm in sure. life. I'm oh, sure. shit. It's a hell of a ride, man. It's beautiful, you know. It's be- just this—the only time where it, this is where it gets tricky, you know. It's a beautiful ride, and then sometimes at the end you say, "Where, where the fuck am I going? This can't exist." You know, the words that I'm talking right now, probably that no one hears—I hear only in my brain. This can't just end like this. I get old, I die, and I just don't go nowhere. Is it black? And this is—that's going to be the next next test of your journey. Where do I go from here? You think about that. What that's the fuck happened? What the fuck happens when this is over? We only have a certain life expectancy. Yeah, sure. Say we get to a hundred. That's nothing. So what do we do after that? Do we just don't exist anymore? You can't believe that. We can't. You know, we just don't exist. It's just dark, and we don't exist no more. Damn, that was deep. Deeper. Zero that's to a, deep, real deep. Quick,
1: man. We go deep. <laughs> yeah. so too deep for me right
0: now. <laughs> we go deep. That's why. That's why some people. That's why some people get high in the reality of the world that sub- our subconscious tells us this is too deep for us to handle sober. Yeah. You know, some people kill themselves because they say, hey, I want to take me back subconsciously saying, I want to go back home. I can't take this. Mm. It's just how, that's why things happen the way it is. Mm. Why would somebody that's living the greatest life in the world have all the money, have all the bitches, all the cars, nice homies themselves? Fuck this. Boom. I can't
1: do this. It's a good question. Mm-hmm. That's, my, that's,
0: my, that's my dream, what he's talking about. That guy just killed himself and he has everything. I'm mad at this guy. This guy's a bitch in my mind. What the fuck is this problem? But then because it's deeper things in life and you feel you haven't accomplished them. You know, you feel you have everything life told me I need to be the man, to be gratified, to be, be happy, and this doesn't make me happy. It's something I can't put my fist on. And then you start to worry real fast. I never find it. Instead of start looking outside of what we believe is our greatness.
1: Damn, Damn I super deep. Man. I like that. I like that. Yeah, much, that's so. exactly. How you guys do. think about that? Yes, a yeah. lot. Man,
2: I think well, my career, man. I had the highest highs, lowest lows. I was on the cover of the Weeds box, man. And then I, I lose three fights in a row. And like you're saying, you're just, you're just caught. Like this can't be it. Like I don't, I can't identify myself as just a fighter. You know, there's more to it than that. There's more to it than, than my happiness is, has to come from something else than my career. So, uh yeah, it's crazy, man. Especially in the fight game. I'm sure Mike knows the most. Like. We're, especially with social media, man. We're judged so hard. Like you, anything we so do hard. is judged so hard. People are, are on so. us. You know, yeah, well, it's that's different now. That's another reason
0: why people can't handle the pressure and they kill themselves. Yep. They're being judged by too many people. They can't take it, They can't handle the pressure, which they believe is negative, negativity, hmm. or the fact that they're a failure. It may appear that they're a failure because too many people are telling them they were wrong. And they may have been wrong. But that doesn't mean you give up. Yeah. If somebody expose you for something you don't want people to know about your life, that't means you give up and kill yourself. I, when I did the toad, um it's, I did the toad, right? I felt the feeling. no one said nothing or, uh, exposed me, but I felt the feeling that all my secrets were exposed to everybody I ever knew and never wanted to know what I knew or what I did. and I thought,, everybody know." And I said, "Oh shit. I'm not shit. I'm, oh, shit, I'm filth. Everybody knows this about me. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And that's just what it was. I was worried about what everyone thought about me. I've had these secrets all my life. I don't want no one to. So I took the toad in it, and I received the feeling of everyone knowing. And I was like, fuck. The toad uh, DMT? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. How long does that last? About 15 minutes, but dig. You get a thousand a thousand years of experience in fifteen minutes. Imagine how fast that's coming at you. A thousand years coming at you feels like forever. No, it goes really fast because it's yeah. coming real fast, right? And then when it goes, it starts from you being a baby to you being old, and then you evaporate. You're nothing, but you still exist. You have nobody, you are still existing. you're existing. I don't know if I'm ready for that. I know, man. That's no, that's you wild. are ready, brother. Yeah. You are ready. You are ready. That's what we That's what We're we all toads think. Up. We all think that we're not ready, you know? Yeah, how'd you set that up? You're right. like,
2: how'd you set that, that experience up?
0: Well, so, well, somebody was being interviewed with me, and they were talking to me about this shit, what this can do to you, and I think, like, get the fuck out of here. Where is it at? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he said, no, all right, later. Then we did more of the interview. I said, where's this shit at? I really want to take this. Because he was talking about it. We're going to another dimension and it's meeting God and all this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I took it, I, I smoked it. And I said, when it hit me, I, end, I exhale and it hit me. Boom, right? I said, I fucked up. These white motherfuckers got me. <laughs> oh, listen, my heart's to god. That's what I, said. I said, what the fuck was I trying to prove to them? What was I trying to prove? I fucked up. Oh shit! I fucked up. I fucked up. I'm dead. I'm fucking dead. I fucked up. They killed me. Whoa! I'm serious. I know. A talk. I know. Bro.
1: Did you do it? Did you do it? I haven't done that yet. I've done DMT and ayahuasca.
0: I was at ayahuasca. That's same kind of powerful. Same thing,
1: it, right? It's slower though.
0: Yeah. It's like when this, hours. When this, listen, when this stuff hits you, right? You're going to feel every feeling of anything you ever did in your life. Candy, drugs, sex, bug. You feel every feeling. Oh! You feel feel, the sensation of all of it. Damn. You feel avid to Every girl you ever fucked. Any <laughs> feeling you ever had. Your mother hugging you, milking you. Every. Oh! Sheesh. Nigga.
1: Yeah, for real. What are we doing over here? I can <laughs> feel that. That's, a, that's what we should Sheesh. be I can feel that, dude.
0: So
2: ayahuasca, that was where'd you do that at? If if you were gonna start with something, that's what you would go with, ayahuasca, you think?
0: No, you just go straight to the big time. You go straight to to the toad. toad. You're not gonna get any any intense feeling than that. All that's just leading up to the toad.
1: (laughs) Damn, I don't know though. The toad is the top of the pyramid.
0: Yeah.
1: Is it like
2: is it like mushrooms? Like kind of that feeling, or is it? What? It's just different. No,
0: listen. You whatever you want, you go in there and say, "Boom!" and stuff. feeling you say, "I want power. Give you power." Oh, power. You feel that fucking power, motherfucker. I don't oh. want this power. I don't want this power. I don't want oh, it. Oh, it's too you know, much. Oh, well, take this. Shit. <laughs> oh, but you can't believe it when you're feeling every feeling you think you have that we're hiding. Oh, everything's out. The feeling's so so sensational You, it's just like you feel like you're a star or a sun. You. Exploded, mm. in the fucking atmosphere,
2: ready the fucking that. supernova. It sounds amazing. It sounds it's, yeah, it's like, yeah.
1: Well, when you're ready for it, it'll come to you, man. I yeah, definitely.
2: Videos of people doing it. I'm like, I don't know if I'm ready for that. No. no, and no. That show on Vice, right? Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. I well, yeah, yeah, seen it on listen, that
0: show. But, um, all that stuff, them moving around, you don't feel that. No, like, uh-huh. I have a scab on my head because I hit my head because I fell off the bed. It uh-huh. should have been on the floor. But um, yeah. You don't know anything. Listen, you forget everything. You forget everybody you love, your kids, your baby, everything you thought was the biggest thing in your life and you couldn't live without. You don't even forget. You forgot. It doesn't exist anymore. If imagine everything that you holding deep in your mind and your heart right now that makes you think It doesn't exist no more. Now you're dealing with you. It's all about you getting to know who you are. You. Nothing of that exists. Nothing. Just you dealing with who you are.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like you are who. what you... What we think we are, our parents, oh, our absolutely. kids, all that stuff. You're who are you?
0: You're who you thinking right now? Whoever you think, whatever you thinking right now is who you are. Whatever it is,
2: mind's powerful, man.
0: Oh, it's inconceivable,
2: man. Before every fight, my coach Duke, my coach is Duke Rufus. Mm-hmm. He sent me a quote that uh, your coach told you about mindset. Oh, absolutely. About like your opponent, like he's in a, he's in a. I, I mean, I have to on my phone, but how he's you in your head you build them up to be this crazy oh, absolutely. titan and then you're when you, your mind is not your friend exactly that quote. exactly uh, I, I read that every, before every fight every oh, fight sure. every day, you gotta we'll train go. your
0: mind to be your friend you got to tell your mind beautiful things about yourself nice things about yourself all the time cuz if you slack a bit tell you, you ain't shit nigga you got all these motherfuckers fool but I'm not fool nigga I know who you are, man. That's so man. real.
2: That's the deepest, really shit ever, man. Every training camp, I feel that. I'm going through that right now. We've got two back to back losses. Mine's a little uh, listen, all over I the know, place. But
0: don't 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 look at it, man. Keep that enthusiasm. Yeah. Keep that belief and deep down confidence in yourself. For sure. You know what I mean? Listen, we don't tell nobody. They could be, be scientific that you lost the fight because you did this move, but we know inside how, why we lost the fight. We know Hell we, yeah. We for gave sure. up on our spirit a little bit. We didn't give a hundred percent, a hundred and ten. We were not the true person that we're capable of being in that particular moment. We know why we lost. Nobody could tell us. No announcer, no trainer could tell us because they're not in our soul. We know why we lost. Hell yeah. It's, it's, it's who is we who we balance the name of the game when you, especially you're a fighter an athlete or something and, and in life in general a businessman we have to overcome ourselves the fight is within ourselves mm-hmm. we have to beat ourselves that comes with discipline you know doing what you hate to do but do it like you love it yeah you know yeah absolutely and
1: That's our so brain so is so programmed
0: so i need to hear that
1: to make us scared to keep us alive
0: Yeah, no doubt about
1: it. Our brain is programmed to constantly be assessing and analyzing the data that's coming in so that it can best figure out if you're in a safe situation. So as a fighter, if you're getting ready to go into a fight, a situation that you know is going to be violent, your mind the whole time is trying to figure out how to talk you out of doing that. So that's up to you, like Mike said, through that positive visualization to overcome that. Yeah, it's a battle every every
2: fight, man, every every time. Especially in MMA, UFC. Like in boxing, if you lose, it's it's a different than in UFC. Like UFC, you could have ten losses and still be the man. Like it's just it's just so quick of a sport. It just fans are quick to forget. But um, like, like going off two losses, I've I've done that. Coming off of two losses, it's it's really mental, man. So, all like, He's in a spot where I, I I've been there before.
0: Yeah,
1: dark you know, place.
0: The biggest um, tragedy in fighters is not. Um, when he loses to a better fighter. That's not a big tragedy. The big tragedy in fighting is when a person loses to himself, you know, when he defeats himself. That's the biggest tragedy in fighting. Our whole purpose in life is um, to challenge ourselves and challenge the belief that we were told who we were, what we were, which is not necessarily true. You know, we don't know. the Really, the actual. why am I here? Who am I? Besides my first and last name and my mother's name, who the fuck am I? Why am I here for whatever reason?
2: How about after fighting, when you retired? Did you do you miss that feeling of, like, getting ready for competition and that, that, that like, challenge of a training uh, camp?
0: You, you know what I miss? Um, no, I don't miss that I hated training. i was <laughs> one of those fighters that hated training and stuff. And um, I used to go in the fight, you know, train a little bit just because of my weight. Cause normally when I, I gained a lot of weight, so I had to train just to lose the weight, <laughs> you know, but... Sometimes I would just go and fight with not train, much training, just beat guys, my ego, I'm a superior fighter. I'm a, these fucking guys are not even, these are fucking infected bugs. And I used to be just <laughs> crazy about shit and stuff. And um, taking the toll, too, right? I felt all the pain that everyone I ever held hurt. Things I said to them, I humiliate them in front of people, the world and the television after I beat them or something because I was so insecure about who I was and stuff. Damn, it exposes you, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you guys believe in the
0: afterlife? I do. What do you believe I it do, is? I do. You have to believe in it, you know? Yeah. Someone that, someone that says they don't believe it is not because they're looking for a safe place to go when they die. It's because they haven't uh, came in touch with who they are. How could I die? How could I not exist? I'm, you know, I'm a child of God. How can I not exist? It's not in this world, another world. How can I really, how can I, the energy that you have right now and the stuff that you, you can hear in your mind when you're not talking and nobody else is talking, how could this die? How could the feeling you have when your body could have how could that energy, you mean if you get shot, do you just die?
2: When my dad died, man, like I went through this phase of like questioning religion, questioning like why did it happen to me at 16 years old? Like it was a crazy, a crazy time in my life, but um, man, I feel like I, I could feel him touching me and blessing me man like i'm a kid from milwaukee wisconsin and i'm doing this right here smoking doing this interview with mike tyson like i shouldn't be here man so i, I could feel like I, maybe that's just my connection with my pops like we were we were very close but like i could feel him guiding me still man like i, I
1: really feel it like i, I really feel his presence in, in my everything i do absolutely man we've been brainwashed in this material society that we live in like there is nothing that you can't see that's all make-believe but these bodies that we have are such tuned antennas to this sort of energy, this ethereal energy, spirit, higher power, the connection of everything. We feel all this shit, but everybody just goes, "Nah, it's not it. Nah, it's not it." But it is it.
2: And there has to be something, something more than obviously than what we just this this life. I feel like, did
1: you start thinking that like at your age now, or before we started smoking weed? Oh,
2: he's not like, even paying attention.
1: <laughs> no, I'm listening. I'm thinking about it. Um, I've always had this connection since I was a little kid. I've thought about this. I find myself doing that now.
2: I like, take myself back in like moments, like like my last my my last fight. I remember walking out, and I kind of like saw myself walking out. You know, I was like a, a conscious, a level of consciousness that I've never been to before. Like I, I, I already saw the fight. I saw my myself walking out to the fight, and I just I started smoking weed about a year ago. So like you know, he's been smoking a lot longer than I have. Once once I started smoking weed, I, I feel like it opened this level of consciousness up. Like when I when I, even when I train now, I could see the mistakes yeah. I'm making. I could see like the the things I need to change. So I, like I so I was wondering if like weed helped you with that, or is that something? What age? Maybe it's age. I don't even know. It could be an age thing too.
1: I think weed cannabis is a tool I use frequently because it puts me in a state of consciousness where I have access to information like what you're talking about does that make sense to you mike
0: big time did you smoke when you trained? my life even with fights everything only one or two fights i smoked when i was um fighting
2: did it help or did it i thought it helped i beat the
0: fucking shit man i
2: swear (laughs) the the sleep the
1: the sleep you get from weed and like just the recovery you get i feel like it's 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 powerful mike's talked about it before i mean he broke this dude's fucking spine Right? You broke a yeah, vertebrae. I
0: fucked them up. Listen, when I, before, <laughs> before I started smoking weed and stuff, right, I used to get in the fights all the fucking time.
1: Off, out of the ring?
0: Yeah, all the fucking time. Yeah. All the fucking time. I would get in fight with the fighter's brother. I <laughs> I somebody out of the street? You know? Damn. Fucking shit. Animal.
1: Did you feel like intuitively, Mike, weed was always something that helped made you feel better?
0: Well, listen, I know when I was irritable, I smoked it, I felt good. I loved everybody. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I knew it was good. Sometimes after I did something fucked up, I smoked the joint. I wound up going by a guy a car or something. I fucked up. You're like, you know <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like that's the awesome. power. That's yeah, it. I fucking a car, fucking shit. Shit. Buy a car or house, or some shit. But,
1: Mike, you realize that type of shit is why you're so legendary, man. That the Tigers, bro? Like, you could have been, man. you know, you could have just been a fighter. You know, but you were like you were helping people out beyond anybody's idea of what that meant at that time, man.
0: No, it was just that um, I had so much, and I get, and I thought that this is my mindset, right? I said, um, maybe somebody needed something. What do, what do you need? Um, a car? They say it's the biggest—a car, a apartment, or something—a car. Whatever you need, that and so, and I had so much, and I said, and but in my mind, I would say. Is that all I have to give you? To own you or to fuck you or something? Mm. You know, that 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 tripped, that tripped me out. So I say, all right, you're really hot, you're really beautiful, you have substance, but huh, take this car, take this house. That was just my that was just um a really dark way of um understanding um humanity. Huh, you yeah. take this and I own you. You take this, I want you. It was never anything connection, no connection with my emotion. The only emotion was my dick. Mm. <laughs> and, uh,
1: that's yeah, so, a sounds like <laughs> no. It makes sense, man.
0: And I said, as I get older I said, why can't you just give it to them instead of fucking them? That's real fucking, you know. But I, I you know, I was just a young kid, and um, I didn't know how to talk to no fucking girl. I felt guilty getting f- giving the people giving me all this pussy and shit for free. How to take this, you know? I'll take this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> take, this, take this. That makes it was sense. Crazy. It was crazy. Take well, this, take you this. did that
1: with girls, but. Yeah. You also were doing that for other reasons with dudes like The Game. Yeah. You know, like bringing young rappers on. And just like helping them out and showing Yeah, them.
0: you know, that's because you see these guys, they were poor, they didn't have no money. I used to be poor right, like so that. so you just and then when to I treat thought, them. check this out, let's get in here, you have this suite, call any of your girls up, you can do whatever you want, everything's on the house, order anything, it's live your life. And that's so awesome. How can you, how, I can't, I never understood how could you be somebody like me to come from where I came from and have so fucking much and the fucking guy next to you don't got shit. Yeah. The guy you hung out with, the guy you probably is, we got high to go drink to get hung he don't got shit. Oh, that fucking rips my soul apart. I don't yeah. even think life is fucking fair. Life can't be fair. They yeah. can't be a fucking god. I
1: know that feeling, man.
0: I did shit all my life, really bad. Shit. This guy has never done nothing. He never stole a loaf. But it's always been good his whole life. He never had nothing. He has nothing. Mm. The fuck. Yeah. I'm nobody. What the fuck do I got? This shit, all that shit I did. Yeah. I felt guilty having all this stuff.
2: That's awesome, though. That's awesome. deep, man. Yeah, that's just, I don't man. know if you're
0: giving back. I used to know what to do. I gave a lot of I way used to, too, man. Much, I used to be away, right? Man. Yeah. And I used to come back to my neighborhood, and I used to say, fuck, this is where I'm from? This shit is disgusting. Just sickening. So I used to, come on, man. Let's get some money. Let's get dressed. Let's go wild. Let's get some cars. Let's buy us a clubhouse, man. Get us an awesome fucking apartment building. Buy some, let's do some shit, man, before we die. Yeah, get a fucking fucking room full of fucking naked girls and just go for it. <laughs> My friends have never done anything like that. Don't care how tough they are, in gangsters. How many people they kill? They've never been in a room with a bunch of naked and beautiful women. They never, sure never done it. never said. done anything <laughs> like <That's> that. Right. <laughs> no, I mean, with these, guys, these guys, are <laughs> That's killing gray. people every day. They're shooting out every day in the street, watch, watching their block. These guys, enough that was so uncomfortable. Yeah. With a bunch of naked women around. They were so fucking uncomfortable. You would think they would take their clothes. They were like, fuck. They kept their clothes. What the fuck's going on, Mike?
2: (laughs) (laughs) What the
0: The fuck's fuck's going going on, on, Mike? Yeah, something. (laughs) They don't know what. They weren't like happy. They were like, whoa, what the fuck's going on, man? Yeah. Because it was just a a shock. They had no idea. Yo, baby. Shorty.
1: What about aliens? What about aliens? Yo. You think aliens exist?
0: You remember in Canada Listen. when we saw some...
2: Man, I've seen some... <laughs> Listen, my, my wife, uh, think, my
0: wife <laughs> think we're aliens. Yeah. My wife thinks the aliens planted us here.
1: Yeah. You know? Did they engineer us, or we are were spawned by them?
0: I don't know. I think we're their flunkies. We're their fucking least. Um,
1: we're like the workers. Yeah,
0: no, not even the fucking workers. They, if we were the, the workers, slaves. If we were the, right. if we were the workers, they would still be. They would still be here among us. Nah, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, yeah. no, we can't even work for. We can't do shit for them, man. We, we're useless to them. Throw these motherfuckers on planet Earth. Right? What if they? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> right. What if
1: aliens are still here orchestrating shit, but in like human suits?
0: Listen, I don't know. You tell me. You think this is the only uniform God can create, or the, or the, or the universe can create? The no, way and I think this arms, is fucking two, legs, weird. Yeah. two arms, two legs, two arms, two legs, asshole, a dick. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it could have been anything, right? <laughs> why, don't, why don't we shit out our mouth? It could have been, been anything. <laughs> it, <laughs> no, really. Point. Yeah, why don't? Why don't yeah, you know, how come we don't? You know, when we when we belt, sometimes it smells like shit. But why don't it come out of our mouth instead of our ass?
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Why do we have two arms? Why do we have two legs? Why do we have know. these things?
0: Why don't we have tentacles? Why sometimes um, when people are born, they're born with an extra arm, but it's never yeah. uh, it's never mature enough to work. Yeah, is that something that we that we're born with? That we at one particular time or one I don't know one fucking pie or some shit we had three arms, three legs. How come some people are born with a tail trying to come out their ass? Yeah, it's real. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I'll that some a, ancient, I was that's smoking, some ancient yeah. stuff or something that we once had and they took away and it's still trying to come out. Some people's dicks are bigger than other people's dicks. Why? Like <laughs> they're blessed. <laughs> I don't know. It has to be a re- There's <laughs> all this. <laughs> yeah, what, about what
1: about the elongated skulls?
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah, that was interesting too when I saw in, Europe, in Egypt. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Weren't people doing that to themselves? Though? They like they're said they tied the brain on. with a
1: yeah, yeah, little. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's – uh, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't think that makes sense. Like they'd make their skulls long? No, like they're, that was like, like another race of... I think that was another race of beings. Yeah. Maybe that was the first aliens. So, you know, there's this tribe in West Africa called the Dogon tribe.
0: I'm not hip. Tell me about them.
1: They believe they worship cannabis. And every year they have like a month-long cannabis festival in this tribe. And it's because in their folklore... They have these ancient cave paintings of aliens coming down. Mm-hmm. And they believe that these this alien race from the Sirius stars, Sirius A and B, or two stars, they're they're the dog stars. They brought this alien race brought this cannabis plant to humanity, to the people of Earth, and gave it to them and said this will bring you peace. You'll be able to use this. This is a very sacred plant that Will help humanity in great ways. Now, cannabis translates to two dogs, cannabis, the two dogs from the two dog stars, Sirius A and B. What if cannabis is from the aliens?
0: What if the toad might be from the aliens? Yeah, you know. Listen, they're, in, they're inside um, animals. Maybe the animals are the gods. I think my
1: dogs are like guardian angels all the time.
0: Listen, um. I always explain that my wife hates hate bugs and she's always killing bugs and insects. I said that could be your grandmother. You're so excited to see you and think that hey, you will be excited <laughs> to see that <laughs> conscious that she's the fucking bug and yeah. you oh fucking kill God. her Yeah, you smash
2: her. I've yeah. never thought of
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that we lost, <laughs> really? to. What I'm happy to see is we, They forget the consciousness that they're a fucking bug and they're irritating you and you smash like, them, not knowing it's them. That'd be so. That's why I learned that not to ever kill anything. I don't kill anything anymore. I'm just a fucking dark guy because you find out um, it's a time that comes in our life called um, a paradigm shift that we all come through in in our life because we find out everything we were taught in our life was a lie. And now we gotta figure out and hope that it's not too late for us to figure out what's really going on, who the fuck I really am.
1: You feel like you've had that, Mike?
0: Oh, absolutely. My whole life I thought I was a badass, motherfucker, ferocious, savage, don't give nobody no fucking pity. Fuck them. And I found out I was just a scary motherfucker if they didn't want those guys to pick on me anymore. I wasn't going to do nothing. I just hoped I could scare them not to pick on me anymore. I didn't want them to see that little boy anymore. Sometimes I see him because he comes out sometimes and I think they saw him. So sometimes I got to get in that fucking chest just in case they saw that little boy try him one day. You huh. not have to live your life like that. You're worried about what somebody think about you. You're ready to fucking rip his fucking eyes out. Because you're so insecure. Oh, God, Life, my family, my they did a number of me. Fuck.
1: Mm. I'm glad you're here, man. Me too. Fuck. God, you're the man, Mike. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Thank glad you, brother. Thank you. I'm big time glad I'm here. We're really glad you're here. Fuck. So who are you guys outside of being fighters? Because, you know, the world wants to put a label on you. Yeah, and, yeah. and say so that you're, 25, you got you're a lot this. Nah, <laughs> no, I, mean, I, I got a serious relationship. We only 25? You're 25. awesome, man. Listen, yeah, yeah. listen, can I tell you something?
0: <laughs> you're awesome. um, listen, right? Oh, and, and I don't even know if that's true. This is a, might be a contradiction. Now that I had all the pussy and all the sex that I wanted, that I thought that I needed to have in life, right? I think I could have done without it, right? But what kind of person I would have been if I never did that?
1: Because you're saying you would still have been a guy who had the desire, but you, if you were a guy who didn't exercise it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Who yeah. would I have been?
1: I mean, that's everybody, I think, right? right. Like, yeah. all of us need to uh, have some kind of desire. Yeah, desire is an interesting thing. You know, it's very primal, it's very old. But it's like, very um, instinctual. But
0: I know, but, um, we only need it for increments of our life. Yeah. we only need. It doesn't last long. We have to fulfill yeah. Boom, it's over. Yeah. Now what's my obligation to this? What did, what, did I, what did I commit for this feeling? Right. It's crazy. What did I commit to for this feeling? Did I get committed to the, to the illusion that I love you? Commit to that? that, that now this is an illusion now. It's nut. I got nothing else to do. I can't say nothing to What do I say to you? I'm yeah. not going to say thank you. What am I going to say? I love you. Right. But I don't love you. But it seems like the right thing to say. That feeling you just gave me made me say, I love you. I haven't gotten it from no one else. But sometimes I think I want to, I want, I want to express that feeling with her over here. Can I do that? No. Yeah. Most men are pigs. But right. very few women are pigs. Yeah. And if she is a pig, if she, you, 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 wrote it, you, you pushed her in that direction. Most men push women in that direction for them to cheat or be pigs and stuff. Hmm. They're not going to be overtly pigs. Either because the man is abusive or he's so weak. Mm. One or the other. Mm. And she despises weakness, so she does that because her weak, the weakness allows him to get away with that. But that doesn't mean the weakness is bad.
1: I heard this thing once that when you have sex with a person, their energy stays with you for seven years.
0: Listen. I don't know that, but I do believe when we have sex, there's juices that go between each other, and they go inside you, and it goes inside her, and it makes a bond. Yeah. It doesn't have to be a sexual bond. Our our lower self gets attracted to the the sexual bond, the feeling that it makes, but it gives you more feelings, a connection with that person without being inside of her. Yes. yes. You have empathy it's for crazy. her. You have you have feelings of empathy for her. You don't want her to feel any pain. Yeah. But you don't want to be with her sexually anymore. Yeah. How do you explain that? How do you explain how do we keep this feeling I wanna keep this feeling I have with you, but the only way I can have it is I, I have to fuck you. I can't be friendly with you. I can't hug you and kiss you the way I want to unless we have to have sex. But I don't have a sexual desire for you. I Have a loving desire for you. We're, we're attached, and I don't understand. Now I don't fucking like you because I don't want to fucking be attached to you. and I can't control this fucking feeling. Fuck you, bitch. <laughs> dude,
1: that was yeah. knowledge. That was, was, was knowledge. So that. that's how it goes so cool. You can't deal. You can't understand why I don't want me. Fuck you. That was dude. That was a perfect illustration, Mike. Relationship, for
0: real. <laughs> Our conflict is with a woman because we can't possess her sometimes. Yeah. She can't understand the fact why I need to possess her, but I can't fucking convey to her why she needs to let me possess her.
1: Because as a man, do you even know why?
0: No. Maybe, maybe, listen, maybe she's somebody from my life in another world and God is giving me the instinct to talk to her and stuff. I don't know. That's, that could be bullshit too, you know? <laughs> <laughs> fucking, yeah. I just want to fuck her. Some stupid <laughs> <laughs> But it's always bigger than that. That is so insignificant. Yeah. The act of sex is so insignificant, so why does that leave such an everlasting feeling?
2: Hmm. It's about love, right? Huh? You're talking about love? Like
0: I don't know. Love could be just a, something that we made up in our mind. Even if you tell a girl, hey, baby, I love you. she man, Stop fucking playing, all right? Yeah, you love me. She can't even believe the fact that somebody will even love her because it's so overwhelming. Not even from a friendly perspective, that's overwhelming. They want to be known, hey, you love me how? You know, because we all have a different perspective of love knowledge uh, no it's not knowledge it's just we're trying to figure it out knowledge no, I feel, knowledge yeah. is I knowing it pers- pers- i don't know it you're, you're, yeah. You're, yeah. Your, your, your perspective it. of
2: it
1: is like deep it makes you think about it at a different level
2: yeah your brain's complex
1: this stuff uh it seems like this stuff's been coming up mike a lot
0: no because i say to myself from um, sometimes um why do my wife love me so much i've been so bad so i've done so many bad things so why does she love me so much if my wife went out here and fucked a couple of guys, it would only be right. I would, have no, I would have no reason to be mad. But, of course, I probably might be mad, but I would have no reason to be mad. You know? Why do I deserve somebody to be totally loyal to me and I wasn't loyal to them? Why would they dare ever try to be loyal to me even though I wasn't loyal to them because I'm who I am? Who the fuck am I in my head that somebody should be loyal to me for being a scumbag? What disease um, vaccine did I discover?
1: That's love, man.
0: I, you
1: know. That's love. That's like a sacred bond. I feel that with my wife. I'm just like blown away. All the shit we've been through. She's she's still with me and loves me the yeah. way she does. I'm just like fuck, man. I can
0: do it, but someone else do it is fucking wrong.
1: You know. Everywhere that I can take responsibility for my side of the story, I just have to surrender to that.
0: Yeah, you know, that's what I tried to figure out. You know, only if I, I try to keep my side of the street clean. That's it, and I man. can't worry about other people, what my wife do, what my kids do and stuff.
1: That's it, man. And I've realized this thing, like, you know, you guys are talking about as fighters and playing offensive line, like, you know. I, re- I resonate with a lot of what you guys say about when you lose, you know, because in offensive line, you know, you're going 75 times. Against another guy, hand to hand combat, whether it's a run play or a pass play. And if that guy beats you as an offensive lineman and gets a sack, you look like a fucking bitch. You know, you might have kicked that guy's ass for 74 plays and one play he beat you for a sack, and that's all every, anybody talks about. You sucked. You know, I've realized, man, and this is not, this was not during my playing days because, you know, I would definitely get pissed off. There's what everybody thinks. There's what everybody says. It's all out here. There's what you think and what you believe about yourself. And then there's your relationship to what everything that's going on outside. So if you can learn to master this part of it, because what everybody else says and what everybody else thinks doesn't have any fucking effect on you. It doesn't. It has nothing to do with anything real about your experience of the world. You know, you only think that it does, you know, especially as an athlete, you know, and you start to, and that's what gets fucked up. And that's why it's always about coming back to the battle within because all these people, man, nobody fucking matters. This all might be in my head, this whole thing, you know, (laughs) this might all just be a dream. And when you can master that voice in your head, man, and say, you know what? This happened. That's why I got beat. And that's okay. You know, everybody fucking gets their ass kicked at some point. Everybody. And if you don't, you're kicking the shit out of yourself.
0: And there's no doubt about that. You know, because it's like we deal with. In my opinion, the life that we deal with is just challenges for us. Yeah. How do you go? Oh, you're a great fighter. You've been beating people for a while. That's great. Let's see you handle loss. Just get obliviated. Boom. Let's get just get the shit beat out of yeah. you. Up and down. Boom, Changes boom. It. All right. Now, that's cool, too. All yeah. Right? see how you handle that. <laughs> right. Now we're not fighting them. more, now we're dealing with life. Now go out go out the dressing room, go to your house, take a shower, go sleep. Now you gotta get the next one. Shit you gotta do. Man. You gotta do you got you gotta do with your, your your broken jaw, you gotta do with your cut eyes, it's gotta be done.
2: Everywhere life, you go life man. continues. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? The movies, like there's there's child school. Oh, Everybody's yeah. talking about what yeah. happened. And you're fighting, wow, it's crazy! Yeah, but the And one, you, we don't get to play next Sunday, but it takes you know yeah. five months for yeah, you next, guys right. gotta wait like, he, half you know half, six months. Yeah, and we're like yeah, right in a limbo for six months. Listen, like, what, dealing with that.
0: This is what I've found out in life. I don't care no one say you know, but it's nothing like being in the midst of to be to have done it and even fail at trying to to accomplish it. It's just not no feeling like it. Just to fail on on a on the objective of trying to become great. It's mm. greatness in itself. Imagine what it takes for your first step to say, I'm going to be a fighter. Like, is, I'm going to follow my brother. From the first fucking step, you got to go the steps and go to the gym and see all these other kids fighting. They're already more experienced than you. And stuff. how am I going to get to that fucking level? This guy's not going to let me get to love. level. He's going to kill me. You know what I mean? You're watching these you guys. How i am going to How am I going to get like he's going to kill me? But then little by little you so get to, you get to grasp it more, grasp it and win more. You Understand this guy is human and he believes, and he, he has problems too. And you realize that psychologically I can do this stuff. Crazy man, it's, like it's so real, Exactly man. how it is. Yeah, every thought, that, that, that mindset. You see somebody always. It's always somebody who say, oh, "I hate these guys." Saying, I, might, "I never looked up to anybody." If somebody sees, whoa, that's where I want to be right there. You know, when I first saw Ali, I said, yeah, that's who I wanted to be. Like, I know I wanted to be a fighter, but then I saw Roberto Duran, and I said, that's who the fuck I want to be. Nah, man. I said, that's who I want to be, a mean motherfucker. people scared to look at him. It's the devil. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I Did you, like, use that in your fighting style or the, yeah. outside of the cage, like outside of your yeah, ring? both. Just that was Durant your was mindset. Animal outside of the ring. I mean, I've seen it, yeah, but that was, was mindset. I used to
0: go, as a little boy, I used to go to the restaurant, Victor's whole cafe, Cuban restaurant. I used to go to everything and sit outside, I used to wait to see him. He had too many bodyguards and stuff. So I became famous fight I became champion. then I started going there and I'd say, What did Duran eat? Show me the food that he put the feed me what you gave Duran. Food he eat, steak. Yeah. Steak. Yeah. Rice. A lot of steaks, rice and stuff, yeah. I said I made them in the restaurant my hero ate at. Duran was a monster. is a monk. Listen, let me tell you something, man. Listen, Duran, this guy was giving Duran a tough fight. So at the 14th round, Duran round knocked him out. Boom, he's in a coma. He's in a fucking chair. He's fucked up, right? And then everybody's sad. And so you know what Duran says when they say, Duran, what did you feel? He's in a coma. There's a possibility he may not live. And then Duran said, next time I be in shape, he won't go to the hospital. He goes to the fucking morgue. I said, Fuck. My dick got hard. little boy, my dick got hard. <laughs> That's yeah. so awesome He was a fucking ooh, was a Killer tough Fuck He was in a fight With this one guy Named Vio Right, Gave him another tough fight It went to 15 rounds So Duran shook his, The guy that he fought He shook his hand But went in his corner And punched his fucking father In the face Boom Jesus <laughs> <Wow. laughs> What the <fuck? laughs> Fifteen rounds. Fifteen. <laughs> rounds. Holy shit! Fight hand, shook the fighter hand, but went in the fighter corner, punched his father in the face. Holy <laughs> shit! The
2: monster. Damn. Did you see his movie? that made about his life. Yeah. The Did you, you I, like it? It was crazy,
1: though. Right, but I, used,
0: I look at the rank greater than that.
1: Yeah. What was that
0: movie?
1: I forget the name. A few of it. years ago. Yeah, it was a few years ago. This I is like,
2: his life story, but it's a good yeah. It's a, Man, it's crazy.
0: But you gotta look at the fact, if you mean being a boxing fanatic and stuff, right? Durant was lightweight champion for seven years, couldn't be matched. He lost one fight, he revenged that lost to Esteban De Jesus, right? Then he, and for seven years, he was champion. And then he fought the great Carlos Palomino, who was both weight champion, and non title. Boom, he beat him. And then, oh and he came to fight. Sugar that was the biggest fighting of my world in 1980 I watched those wow. guys fight in Montreal again that turned on the screen of course that turned me out I wanted to be a fighter I would die they said no way I'm not going to be a fighter if I'm not a fighter I want to die that's all I wanted to do be a fighter after that how old were you? I was 14 14 Bro. Damn. so I used to read about them. I used to watch people I used to go upstairs and read, read about them. read about them. go run and start doing push-ups. Sit that's what I'm reading about watching them fight on the television that's all I did I was nasty just like he was. Fuck you, I'm the best fighter in the world. How dare you think you do? he was a motherfucker.
2: You like brainer your, brainwash yourself. Yeah. So I, big time. Eat yeah, that's awesome. That's what
0: you had to do. I knew everything about it. I knew where he hung out with, I knew where he eat at, I knew the people that trained him and stuff. Do you guys have any idols like that?
1: MMA that lifted you up when you were yeah, coming man. up. For me, it was like GSP and Anderson Silva. Like yeah, that, they were that, great. Man, good goats. people too. Yeah, nice guys too. Good guys. I tried and and, uh, GSP
2: lost. Yeah, that's man, it mean. was uh, the, the martial arts for the, for me was like the martial arts. The way he shows respect. Like I yeah. come from a Taekwondo background, so I think that's what I draw, took me towards him. Yeah, respect factor that. Right? And go. their skill, man, Them guys are monsters.
0: Man. Yeah, they're two of the best. Yeah. You know what? I sure. in life, and life, fighting has to be a, something that happened in the beginning of humanity. Something because um everything's all about um submission and just giving you know praise to God. You know, humbleness. Fighting's all about being humbleness. You know, there's some guys that are assholes and come out of fighting and they're arrogant because we you know we're insecure and stuff. But it's all about just um being humble fighting. Because we all fight. We all win. We all lose. And fighting spirit and its emotions and stuff. Yeah. And it's about controlling your emotions. Controlling everything. People Being controlling the fight. And we lose when we lose our concentration. That's when we lose. When we lose our fucking concentration.
2: That's deep. That's exactly how how fighting is. I think, like, now that I started smoking, I look at fighting like that. Like, in moments, like, you know, natural instinct for a punch is to pull away. But, like, we train ourselves to stay in. And, yeah. and, and like, that little... That thought process right there is what you're training to be able to do for the duration of the fight. If I can keep doing this and stay in, I can I can actually win this fight. So it's it's, it's really mental, man. It's like oh, it's crazy.
0: Anybody b- could be big, but you know it's all about control. Your your fucking body's only purpose is to carry your brain. <laughs> it's only purpose is your, your fucking body to yeah. carry your brain.
1: We're like the
2: robot.
0: Big time. In this world, we are.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went up weight class, and I, I I saw all that 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 mindset. I used that in my last training camp, just understanding like. My, the guy I fought was way bigger than me. He was supposed to win, and uh, number three in the world. And I was my first time fighting in that weight class. And world, uh, man. that that mindset I just took into that training camp. I knew what I had to do, and I knew how I disciplined I had to stay at it. And it just it weed. I swear, it really. helped me stay focused on that game. That guy
0: man. ever fight for the title? The guy, he did. He, Wonder he,
2: Boy, yeah. So yeah, he fought Tyrone Woodley twice. Really? Woodley, yes, my. So he said, "God,
0: me would think about. Listen, my mind, my ego would go like this. Hey, you see what I did to him? You see what Tyron Woodley did to him? I fucked him up better than the champ did. <laughs> Ready for the fucking champ. Bring him on. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. That's how my ego goes.
1: That's real. Right? Hey, man. Well, that's why yeah, you got man. there, dude. Exactly. Do you guys meditate? Man, I try. My brain is just so all over the place, man. Like I, It's I, supposed I run, to
2: be. I run a lot. Of, I have a couple other businesses. I own a barbershop, some gyms, and a bunch nice, of stuff Nice, dude. So my mind, like when I'm not fighting, I focus right on that because it's like I need the next the next thing it's weird that's like, great I need something
1: yeah more no that's me. great yeah. going back to you know breaking out of that identity as a fighter exactly and being more and, like another that. another
2: way to challenge myself because like when i was only yeah, fighting I feel that. yeah yeah, I, I needed like a challenge that was like all right now what's after the after my training camp's done i get my results if i didn't have the businesses after that like something to focus on i'd live in that moment like either i was the champ and i was the man i won the fight i've been the champ before i, I was i was the man. And when I put these, these businesses in place, I feel like it gave me something else to
1: focus on. Give me another identity and like another thing to just to get involved in. So, I mean, it helps out a lot. Absolutely, man. I mean, as athletes, we get so locked into what we're doing. You forget that you're a human being, you know, and having businesses that's really creative and you're working other parts of your mind. And, you know, you're expressing more of your spirit into the world, man. It's important to do. You have any businesses? No, not yet. I'm I'm working on it. Right now I just want to keep focused on fighting. Nice man. Yeah, but thinking about something with
2: him,
0: hopefully soon. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Pettis Bros so, incorporated. Yeah.
0: <laughs> fighting is such a fucking mind fuck, you know why? Because sometimes you're fighting a guy that looks like shit he's a monster. Yeah. You know, you don't think that it's gonna be easy fighting this guy's a fucking monster. Yeah, you think the first time I clock him, he's going bow, and he still there. But like, oh. nah. like that, after you hit him, he's throwing some back. He's like, "Oh shit!"
2: Now we in a fight. Fuck. Yeah. Sometimes when, when I used to get knife. in a fight
0: before my fights, right, I look at the guy in his face, I look in his eye, and I would after the the, the, um, the referee would say, "Go to your corner, and come out fight." I would turn around and I would say, "Oh shit!" To my judge, he's coming to fight. I said, "Oh shit, this motherfucker's coming to fight." You know <laughs> who that? was that? Do you remember? Remember what? <laughs> it was a, it was a, I know to be yeah, ready. Yeah. I said, oh shit! Yeah. Oh fucking shit! And I'm ready, but I'm staying relaxed and calm. I know he's gonna come at me and saying, "Oh fucking shit!" I just know I could look at a guy and say, "Oh, it's hell's gonna come." He's wow. coming with hell. Holy shit!
2: Wow. Yeah, I just had one of them. Tony Ferguson's one of them guys. I, I just fought him. You just know, like you're going to the hospital after that fight.
0: Oh God! The, this, we're,
2: we're about oh. to touch gloves. You're like, yep, yeah, the hospital's coming
1: after this fight. You just know it. Wow! I've never had one of those. That's intense, yeah. dude. Fuck, wow. wow,
0: that's wow. a hell of a feel. But you know, you're at your best too, though. Exactly. You know you're ready? He's ready to? He's going. Fuck. I'm going. He's like, going. We both going, listen, man. When that woman looking at this fucking guy, and am going to the corner. I'm thinking, this nigga coming oh, i said what and the guy my train said what i said this motherfucker's coming to fight i said what the fuck you what the fuck you mean i said no nigga i think he's coming to fight yeah said, he's coming to fight
1: yeah fuck dude well that's how they had to be man fuck that's how you have to be i mean fuck no matter who you're facing you gotta just be coming ready to fucking fight ready oh, yeah. to go to the hospital
2: Exactly, man. Especially, like, back in his days, man. Like, some fought him. They were, like, trying to get his name. So
1: yeah. they were the best of the best that they could ever be for their fight. You know, Mike Tyson. That's dope, hey. man. Is there anything you guys want to shout out before we wrap
0: this thing up? Tell people things, how to get in touch with you or anything? Yeah. I'm on all my stuff is show, yeah, Showtime, Pettis, <laughs>
2: Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Cool, nah, I just want to give a shout out to everybody at Rufus Sport, all my training partners, all my teammates. uh Everybody in Milwaukee, thank you guys for the love and support. Uh, Team Pettis. And uh, yeah. follow me uh, at
1: Sergio Pettis pretty much everywhere. Awesome, man. Yep. Mike. I appreciate hey, it, man.
0: This is an awesome um, conversation. You guys are two awesome, young, awesome individuals, man. And I think we should the best in everything. Really. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you for thank having you, us, man. No, no doubt. doubt. We learned a lot so today. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thanks, for yeah, Thank you, Thank you, guys, <laughs> man. It was awesome. beautiful.
1: Thank you, man. Appreciate you guys. Okay. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody. That was another episode of Hot Boxing.
0: I'm Evan Britton. Mike Tyson! <laughs>
1: These are the Pettis. Anthony Pettis. <laughs> are you the <laughs>
0: on only two? One no, more older, older brother. Yeah. brother. Motherfucking Pettis, 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 Pettis <laughs> Bros. <laughs> yeah. No sisters or
1: anything? No. Nah. Nah, we have a sister. Dope, yeah. man. The Pettis fan. Yeah. 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 All right, y'all. Bye, guys. Subscribe to the YouTube channel Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Don't forget the toad. never forget the toad we're out of here thank you guys so much for listening your support is greatly appreciated share it with your friends share it with your mom and dad I'm sure they'd love it too you know this show is very family friendly maybe not kids but parents parents and their grown children